Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I was on the Daily Zeitgeist today, and I was co-hosting it. And like, I've known him for a while, and we met like, and in a show, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when when you're doing, I mean, this is kind of the same as just comedy in general, but theater, you got you start getting into bits and then everything, then you jump into like, oh man, I can do dialects and accents and stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's just theater, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're ex- expected to be able to do that for a show, depending on the show. So he he jumped into, I forget which accent he jumped or dialect he jumped into. It's probably like an Indian. He's Indian, so it's probably like an Indian accent. And then I was like responding to him, but then I also jumped into that Indian accent because that's just what we do. And I was like, oh, I wonder is that okay to do? I don't know. I you know? don't know because it wasn't like I was. Being disparaging or I think about this a lot. Putting on like the you know the equivalent he, yeah, of Megan Kelly's to, blackface. You were or, trying to mock him, but you were imitating his thing. I, I was imitating it, his thing and something that is like if I'm getting paid to do it, then I do it. But is that is that if okay? Paid, if you're getting paid to do, it, that's a little weird. I mean, well, play, like if somebody paid you to play an Indian person, well, for theater, and it's not Indian mostly, but for like British and shit well, like that. I, I think. I think it comes down to power structure, mm-hmm. right? And it comes down to power. Well, I thought about this because, you know, I do my mom's, I make fun of my mom a lot, and I do her accent a lot. And then mm-hmm. one time Anna did it, and then we both just stopped. She ain't like it. You ain't like it. I didn't say anything. <laughs> but we both I just do it stopped. too. Yeah, you do do it too, but we both just stopped, and we just didn't say anything for a bit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no one said anything. We were both like... Yeah, we don't. We just walked away and never talked about it ever again. <laughs> and she's and she's and never she's done, done it done since. It well, we just both stopped what we were doing. Like she was just like, "Oh yeah, Edgar," and then I was like, <laughs> and then she stopped. And then we just didn't talk. And then we just kept. <laughs> we just pretend like it didn't happen. But I don't know. I think yeah. Like what I mean by power structure is just like if you're playing a British person, you're not punching down necessarily. Right, 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 right. And I think it's different if I'm like in a show or something like that. Yeah. But for instance, like when. When Nick just said, like, oh, we're rolling. I was like, gracias, gracias. I mean, you're just speaking bad Spanish. I don't think. True. I don't think you're imitating uh, a need. But there's no need for me to say gracias at that point. Yo, you know what's something that's very weird is I like to bow to say thank you. And uh, we have a very, very good friend uh, uh, who is a Korean woman. And, like, she's a very, very good friend of mine. And she hooked me up one time. Mm -hmm. And then I bowed to say thank you. And then it was the same thing that happened when Anna did the voice, where we both just stopped and looked at each other in the eyes. And everyone, she was like letting people in that li- in the line at UCB, mm-hmm. and she let one of my comps skip right in. And then I bowed, and then we both stopped. And then the people in the line looked because they were white and they were afraid. They were just like, "Oh no, we've never seen two of them go at it, like two people of color go at it. What's going to happen?" And everyone just like stopped talking. And then she went, "That's weird." And I went, "It is weird." And then I just walked away because I was so embarrassed. Yeah, but I but I just do it. I do it all. The, I do it to everyone. Right. But I guess in that context, it still holds a bigger power than what I meant for it to hold. 
Yeah. I think about that with the word boy. It's a southern thing to say the word boy. What's up, boy? What's that word? Or your boy or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's my boy. Um, But, like, in any context, right? And I mm-hmm. remember I was at my ex- Beyonce's house, and there's another point that I have, and I need to put a pin in it and make sure to come back to it. Um, but I was at my ex fiance's home in Michigan, and we went to go visit her father's side of the family. And I remember uh, one of her cousins, and these these people are country, like they're straight country. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about guns on the wall. Uh, uh, I mean, the best fucking food. Such good fucking food. But these people are really country. Everybody has a beer in their hand. Mm-hmm. People got some teeth missing. Really good. And I'll say, well, I'll make that point later. But so I go into the house, and he's setting up chairs. And then my ex-fiance sat in this chair, and then he was like, that's not for you. That's for your boy. That's your boy's chair. And everyone, like, felt weird about how he was saying your boy. But he right. didn't mean anything by yeah, it. Yeah, he's just like, that's oh, just that's how your boy. he talks. But then there is also a thing of calling black men boy. Right. And I think, like, it's just one of those weird things where sometimes those lines just cross. Even though no one intended for them to cross, they kind of just cross and it, like, it, like, hits everybody. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, when you fart in public. (laughs) Right? You fart anywhere else, it don't mean anything. But all of a sudden, you fart. You fart. Do you know how many times you fart in your sleep? Oh, I, I fart all the time, so I can only imagine. So you fart way more in your sleep, but yeah. all of a sudden you fart in public and it's like that it become this thing that you always do becomes the worst thing to ever happen. Well, see, I, that depends. I don't give a shit about farting. I don't know, it man. It depends well, on- When you were 12 years old, you farted in class. Yeah. You look around like, God damn, I just blew up a bomb in front of I mean- everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like you have the guiltiest face on and you're looking around being like, oh my God. And yeah. I think it's the same thing with some of those cultural dynamics where it's just like, you know. I bow everywhere. I think it, I just bow. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, you know, my dad also does it, and I do it too. But then I did it to an Asian person, and immediately I, like, it was like I farted in I mean, class. yeah, I do that on stage sometimes whenever I'm introing somebody, and they come out, and I'll just kind of give them the hands and the, you know, yeah. like the little, the little bow, the little semi-head yeah. bow or whatever. I just th- I just think of it as a sign of gratitude. Of but course, it but can if it was be. an Asian person, I think you would be like you'd yo, be doing it, and then you would stop midway and be like, "Man, yo, let me honestly because I do I think about this a lot, and this is true for uh, black people in general. Like, there's a lot of things we're fighting for, but there are some things that we do that are offensive, <laughs> and of you know, like the homophobia that runs rampant in the black community. Of course. Uh, and how we can be offensive to other groups, even though, you know, we have been low men on a totem pole and can be even to those certain groups. Uh, for instance, I was, so I was thinking about this. When this happened, I saw two Asian girls together, right? And they're two sisters. And they look exactly alike. Yeah, like, exactly alike. Well, no, to the point where I thought they were twins but I could kind of tell like they weren't, but I was like, oh, maybe they're fraternal twins. Mm-hmm. So I was just about to be like, oh, do these girls look like twins to you? And then I, st- I caught myself. I was like, uh, these are two Asian girls. Maybe I shouldn't say like, oh, do they look like twins to you? Because but the they're stere- sisters. But the stereotype, but the stereotype of all, that all Asian people look alike. I mean, right? I think all white people, I think everybody looks very I, similar to somebody. I, you know, but black people and Asian people get that the most. Of course. Like, I, all white people don't look alike. I don't know, man. They don't. I, man, Nick I don't swear, look like Jack. He doesn't, but <laughs> like, you go to UCB, 
<laughs> go to UCB and try to remember like ten niggas named Jake's name, and you'll have a very hard time. Cause I they, mean, like at UCB, there's like five dudes yeah. that I constantly just call my man because I don't know the difference between the five of them. And I see them always at the same. I always see them at UCB or the clubhouse. They're always interning, mm-hmm. so, and they're always like, "Hey, what's up, Edgar?" I'm like, "Hey, what's up, my man?" Because I truly don't know the difference between the five of them. That's funny. It's five of them. Who? I don't know their fucking names, dude. <laughs> That's just because you don't care to like get to know them. <laughs> I'm well, sure they they're the all. Same. I'm sure one is Bro, like six three, one is shirt. like five eight. They one. all wear the same fucking plaid shirt and the UCB hoodie. I mean, and then... I mean, like uh, they're they're yeah. Most white people wear collared shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. White people like y'all love y'all collared shirts, and it's man. crazy because they they led the front. On casual like workwear, yeah, but they still rock on the casual shirt. It's like y'all fought for this. Put on the t shirt, <laughs> right, right? Put on the t, man. Y'all fought so hard to get this the workplace the union be is so for. casual. Yeah, <laughs> put on a damn t shirt, bro. It's Jack, okay. Jack be coming in on basically a suit some days. Jack, Jack be wearing, Jack be be dressed up, but then he'll always have on his Jordans though. Yeah, <laughs> he'll always have on his Jordans. Yeah, it'll so. be it'll be nice slacks, <laughs> a nice shirt, and then sneakers. <laughs> You gotta stay. You gotta you gotta stay true a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah, dude. So I was like, you know, there was a time where, as a black person, I would say, oh, I ain't got to give pause to thoughts like that. Is what I was trying to say. Yes. Uh, and I think that has been a dangerous thing. Where I think, especially nowadays, we're starting to see, you know, especially with intersection intersectionality, that it's important to, like, we we've been fighting for this shit for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but our fight has more strength in it when we're also sensitive to other people's fights. Absolutely. Um, and I think that all of that that we're feeling right now is due to a hypersensitivity to it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you'll hear the arguments from people that we've gone too far. I don't know if it's that we've gone too far so much as it is that we're just learning how to do it. And yeah. it's like in a new relationship, right? In a new relationship, there's certain jokes that you don't crack. I, I just think, like, okay, when you're in, like, a new relationship with someone, there are certain jokes, there are certain things that you just, like, you're hyper polite. Yeah, you're hyper. Let's think about like when you and Jess started dating, and how hyper polite you were with her. And mm-hmm. then think about how now, I know for a fact, Jaquise, you let her rip in front of her nasty. Oh, I do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, man, I be calling her in the bathroom after I take a shit. Be like, Yo, Jess, yeah. come in here, smell this. Now I don't, I don't even like play it anymore. I just be like, on, come bro. in and smell. That's it. too much, bro. <laughs> That's too much, bro. You gotta upgrade. I the flush. Re- you gotta upgrade the relationship status for shit like that. She do the same thing. You gotta upgrade the relationship nah, status man, for shit good. like that, bro. We good. We good. Be, oh, you, you mean be, I can't? You can't be farting and pooping on niggas. And I ain't at, pooping at on her. I ain't pooping on her. <laughs> you can't be pooping in the toilet and be like, "Come in, smell this. Come in and smell." You gotta up, no, no, no. upgrade you know, the relationship you, you flush, status. Wash your hands and then open the door. And be like, walk past the door real quick. No, dog. That's <laughs> that is that is marriage level commitment <laughs> even niggas like no it's not <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm saying and yeah, i don't want yeah, anyone yeah. to listen to this and think that we're saying that when you're very that when we get better at like you know understanding each other that we can just let offensive shit fly what we're saying is that right now we aren't used to sharing spaces mm-hmm. and that's just a fact that's just a fact man it hasn't even been a hundred years since you can have interracial marriage legally 
in a yeah. lot of states. Not even a hundred. I, I want to confidently say not even sixty, which I is mean, crazy. Not everywhere. I think there's still a state out there where you can't. It's like low key illegal. Yeah, or something <laughs> like something crazy like that. That or yeah. it just got stricken down within the past like five to ten years. Yeah, it, it hasn't been uh, uh, like a hundred like, years. Yeah, it hasn't been a hundred years since. The government just stood by and watched Martin Luther King Jr. get assassinated. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's how fresh a lot of this race stuff is. I mean, dude, if you want to be real, there are most black people who have someone still alive who has probably a direct link to someone who was a slave. Yeah. Or or once removed. Yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. that's not... That's or not that far. Had police officers chase dogs on them when yeah. they were marching. Yeah, as college students. my grandparents. There and, are people, and my my mom was alive during that shit. Yeah, like, a lot of those people are still. So my mom is young. That's what I'm saying. Like these conversations are fresh. Yeah. So like we gotta like right now we're in the hyper polite. We're in the hyper polite state. Yeah. But we'll get a little comfortable. We'll get we'll more get, comfortable. We'll get comfortable. We'll I get comfortable. It. Because you pick love, and that's how you get through it. Remember your first fight with Jess? No. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I, don't, I don't remember my last. But you push through. Well, Jaquees, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I don't. You push through with love and all that stuff, and yeah. like I think that like it'll feel big in the moment. But I think and I'm not trying to downplay any of this shit and make it sound like this shit's easy or whatever. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, I think a lot of this stuff is just fresh. This whole every time I hear my like safe space and all of this, I'm just like, oh, this is a lack of comfortability around everyone. And like mm-hmm. you said, intersectionality is such a new idea mm-hmm. we're getting used to doing it yeah it's true i want to do something we're not used to doing mm. ladies and gentlemen welcome to culture kings wow too early no that's the reason that's the reason why i'm doing it mm. jackie's here edgar here mm-hmm. the voice you hear right now is jackie's this episode is dropping on friday that's correct which means if it's not friday october 26th what i'm about to say means nothing Okay. Because the date has passed. But if it is Friday the 26th and you listen to this on the day it drops and you live in Los Angeles, listen, I know you ain't doing shit tonight at 1030. Culture Kings Live, guys. Come to it. want to get that out right away because, you know, some people may be like, yeah, I'm going to put this off, mm-hmm. listen to the end of it mm-hmm. a little later, mm-hmm. you know, and then by that time, their, their plans are made. Now, nah, make the plans now. Come see Culture Kings Live. And like I said, if it's not Friday... Hey, listen, we got more, we're gonna have more shows, so keep an eye out. Keep hitting us up on Twitter telling us, I want you to come to our city, our state. Uh, I also noticed we got new merch on T Public. We do have new merch on T Public. Tpublic.com slash culture kings. Go get it. Go buy it. We got we got some Would You Rather shirts. We got the famous Culture King slogan blowing the noodle back. That is not the official Culture King slogan. That's the official Culture King slogan. Our producer is shaking their head saying, please do not say that. Uh, Go ahead and get that. The official iHeartRadio slogan blowing that noodle back. Uh, Oh, boy. Guys, outside of that, outside of that little bit of business I had to take care of, I sent you an article recently, Edgar. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this was wild, man. You it took you a day to read it. I mean, I don't read. That's okay. I don't either. Uh, but every but, article that's sent to me, Anna dictates to me. Didn't Anna read this and tell you about it? Yeah, she dictates it to me. What does that mean? What do you mean she dictates it to you? It means that she, she lets reads, you know she reads it and then tells me what it says. Okay, 
That's what I would love means. to. All right. In in Anna's words, what is this article about that we're talking about? I'll tell you after the break. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that eight-minute ad break that we just had because <laughs> we had to get to 20-something minutes. No, I'm joking. We're back. All right. I sent you an article. It was a pretty wild article. You said Anna read it to you, dictated it to you. Yeah, that's right. I cannot read everything. And that's why when people tweet- You cannot up, read. You should probably like finish that statement. I cannot read. Oh, okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm illiterate. You're not. Yes, I am. I've seen you read. You're reading, right? You read on Twitter all the time. No, that's someone is dictating those <laughs> tweets to me, and then I dictate to them what to tweet back. So you're the Trump of podcasts? I don't think Trump is literate. I just think he's dumb. I think there, there's <laughs> been like some conspiracies <laughs> that Trump can't read, like, and they'll they'll have like videos. Go go just YouTube Trump is literate and just read some and just watch some of the videos. Know. Thirty Rock does it better, where there's that episode where they think that Tracy Tracy Jordan can't read. Yeah, that's. One of the funniest episodes of television to me because, like, all the evidence is like so. That montage is very, very stupid. But, Jaquise, yes, I I pause on reading this article. This article is wild. There's so much wrong with it. It is one for the person to report it like this is already like, there's it's this this article is, and I hate using this word. But it is so problematic. It's and problematic, like, and and that, that's one reason why I want to talk about it because. That was gonna after we talk after we say what the article is. I want to ask: Is this an article that we should even? Well, I have a I have a question. I have a question for you. That's twofold. All right, but tell them tell them what it's about. Tell them what it's about. So this article is about how a um, a model mm-hmm. recently, Marina Fuentes, came out to Instagram recently to talk about how she has been hooking up with LiAngelo Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons why everyone is taking interest in this model and who she's been hooking up with is because she identifies as transgender. Mm-hmm. So this is why I take a little bit of pause with this article. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, even in the way that this fucking person wrote it, he yeah, wrote, so, yeah, he wrote transgender Vegas girl boy, yeah, it's Marina up. Fuentes, and I'm just like, bro, no, she's that's fucked up. A woman, she's a woman. She's she, a woman. She identifies as a woman. She, she's she, a woman. She had a sex change. She's a woman. Yeah, she sex had to change. Sex change or not, she's a woman. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, there's nothing that you can, even if you were ignorant, yeah, there's nothing that signifies any different. This <laughs> nothing. Ju- this just seems like transgender. Like this article, Here, I, of course. I'm calling out the person who wrote this article. It seems like they're just trying to be like, yo, it's, it's shame. Yo, it's, it's, well, here's the thing. First of all, the, the article also goes on to say how she is saying, she, she is the one who is um, bringing it out that she's had these relationships with LiAngelo Ball, and she also goes to say how she's had relationships with other athletes and entertainers, right? Yeah. And she's making a reality show. To basically put them on blast for it, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is twofold because one, the part, the thing that this article, I think, wrongly looks at because it's crazy. The story is wild, but the thing that this article wrongly looks at, and I want to be clear that this is not the angle that I'm looking at, is that these men should be shamed for having a relationship with a transgendered woman for having sex with a transgender for having woman. yeah uh, that that's not. 
that's not. Of course not. What I it know should that's be. not where you're coming from. Uh, they, but here is my question to you. I don't want to put this where it's not a crazy question. Hey, Jaquise, this is a safe space. I will not judge you. Now, look, I can't speak for the Twitter world, but know that okay. I don't respect their opinion. <laughs> I don't. I respect your opinion. I'm having a conversation with yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, okay. We don't know if. LiAngelo Ball and uh, Richard Sherman was one of the people mentioned in the article. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to Lou All Dang as people she was going to out and talk about, like, I'm going to tell all the people that I've, you know, messed with. We don't know if they knew or know. I'm sure they do know, or especially now, uh, that she was a transgender, that she, was, she identifies as a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. Is something like that okay for her to have a reality show? Saying I'm gonna put their business on blast, okay, and because it is, I understand what you're asking, and I want to directly answer it. Yeah, this is something that socialites do all the time. Very true. This is something that socialites do all the time. Socialites become famous based off of people that they've hooked up with, and that's going across all genders, all identities, all races, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? We had Superhead when we was in school. Remember Superhead? Mm -hmm. She had her book. What was it? Uh, it's called the uh, Tales of a Video Girl. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? Something like that? Confessions of a Video Fixin. And it's the same kind of thing, right? Is it right? That's what I'm asking. Like, I think the only thing that's making this quote unquote wrong is that people are focusing on the fact that she's transgender. Right. Versus being like, this is something that happens all the time. Is she As poke? you pointed out, right. Kim Kardashian's entire career started off with something like this. With, right? with the sex tape. With the sex tape with Ray J. Like, yeah. This is what people do to get clout yeah. all the time. You sleep with a famous person and you blast it online. My nigga, if you had sex with a famous person. With Rihanna? And then you had sex with a second famous person. And then you had sex with a third, fourth famous person. And then you had sex with a fourth famous person. My nigga, you would shout it from the rooftops. You wouldn't be quiet about it. So I don't see (sighs) anything that she's doing is wrong. What I think is wrong is that people are focusing on the fact that she is transgender. It's a difference between shouting it out from the rooftops and saying I'm going to have a reality show. To Bro, put. that's what people do. That's I literally know. what and Kim Kim Kardashian has an entire she has an entire empire built off that, right? Yeah, right. It's fame, bros. Clout chasing. It's no different than what so, anybody else does. I'm not saying I don't think the others are right either. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this before with of you, course. like how I hate the whole reality, like just realm of television and things like that. Of course, just for this specific reason, because it we got is, basketball wives. That's a real show on television. It's crazy. And there's it's mob crazy. wives. That's a real show on television. Mm-hmm. This is no different than that kind of show. Okay, so then let me ask this then, because if this re- the reality show, I'm not sure. I forget. I don't know if it said what channel or anything is. I think possibly she's coming just on. talking shit. She's just I talking, don't. I don't right? think anyone's interested in this show. Right. Well, that's that. You know, if say for instance, like a VH1, says, she's saying I'm that interested. she's filming right now. She's filming right now. My nigga, who you have a deal with? I need to see <laughs> production company. I need to see. If there ain't no it's dead, Netflix. If it's there's Netflix. no if there's no deadline article, it ain't a real show. That's very true. Yeah, man. I think this whole article is focusing on that. And it sounded like from the art the way the article was the they have a quote from her, right? It sounded like that is also what she's focusing on. Did it not sound like that to you? I mean, she has this quote where she says just to clarify that I'm a sex change now and Leangelo in love with the new reassignment. 
The video leaving the room is us having sex, going to dinner, and meet up with his brothers. But do you know who their source for that quote is? sportsgossip.com <laughs> so I'm gonna take that quote with a grain of salt you know what yeah. I'm saying like I, yeah. and again I think one total pro sports.com loves articles kind of like this like mm-hmm. they were who I got the uh, I mean I'm ashamed to even say that I saw this but this is a very a real example that Tristan Thompson sex tape mm-hmm I got it from this website like they put it up and I watched that shit I was like this shit is yeah wild. it's a sex tape or I thought the kissing thing no, he has a sex tape too. This girl put up snaps of her having sex with Tristan oh, Thompson. Okay. Like I said, people do this shit all the time. Yeah, I think I talked about this with you, where like Dwayne Wade put up his engagement yeah. photo and with Gabrielle like, Union. I was sucking your dick and last week or something. This girl commented like, "Don't do you remember me? I sucked your dick in Chicago." Yeah, and it's like this is people, and I'm not trying to say that it's only women that do this. Men do men this do shit too. too, and men do this shit far more violently. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like that's why for me. I don't see her coming with that energy. I think that, like, if, 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 it looks like the name of the show is Vegas Social. Mm-hmm. If she was truly trying to, like, make it about being transgender and all that stuff, I think it would be in the title. But to me, Vegas Social screams. Vegas Socialite. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, she's trying to make a, one of those lifestyle shows. She's trying to be a personality. Yeah. She's trying to be, in, well, she probably is Instagram famous yeah. already, but she's just trying to be that kind of person with that kind of TV show where we're going to watch her go to drinks with her friends. Yeah. We're going to watch her get into, oh, what's this drama this week? You know what I mean? She wants that kind of lifestyle. That's what she wants. I think she is entitled well, she to can, it. She's entitled to it. I don't care for it. I yeah, think I think that's that's a bigger issue with me is how, you know, sometimes I get the whole escapism of television and wanting to just watch some trash TV. That's the that's the fucking, you know, quote or whatever that a lot of people always say. Uh, but how willing we are to watch train wrecks and car crashes, basically, mm-hmm. uh, I think is a direct example of or direct correlation to who's in office right now. You know, for instance, I mean, like but those shows were on when Obama was on. No, 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 I get it, but but I'm saying as we, as the viewing audience, we just love watching train wrecks. watching train wrecks, of course, and then we turn around and flip over and be like, I can't believe we have a reality TV star in office. Well, I was like, well, why not? <laughs> like we watching it, like the shit is more popular than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, it is something that is prevalent. Like, you sit down and watch The Bachelor and then go to Twitter two hours later and say, I can't believe we have a reality TV star. And, like, so it's almost like you're contributing to the thing that you hate the most type and, thing. And I think that's the only thing that's, like, trash about this whole setup is the whole reality TV part of it, where it's just yeah. like, great, here's someone else who's just, like, trying to make their dirty laundry into, right. like, a television show where it's like, you know, what sucks is... The reason, well, people don't know that the reason why networks are gravitating towards shows like that is they're cheap. They're fucking dirt cheap. Yeah, piece. they're cheap. They're so <laughs> like, cheap. Yeah. It's almost as cheap as having two guys come into a room and just say wild opinions. Yeah. Uh, that's It's like it's dirt cheap content that people are addicted to. That you can put on television you can put and on it television. catches fire. It's boom. like you spend $20 to make $20 million. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's boom. Yeah. Yeah, it is insane. I mean, that's why they just keep turning shit out like this. And, like, I was talking to somebody about, uh, oh, my boy. My boy told me that um, he filled out the thing to get onto Are You The One. And I don't know 
if I've talked about this before on the show, but I love Are You The One. Mm-hmm. Have I explained the concept of the show to you before? I've seen it. I've watched it before. Well, so for people that don't know, they take 10 guys, 10 girls, they put them in a house, and they tell them that their perfect match is in their house, and it's on them to, like, find that perfect match or whatever. And there's all these rules on how to do it. But the people that they get, and my boy did it, he filled out the test, and he said, I'm going to make sure when I'm doing this test that I come off as a horrible, horrible, disgusting person. And then he said that the way that he filled it out, the people would not let him go and kept hitting him up and be like, hey, do you want to be on the show? Hey, do you want to be on the show? Because that's the kind of people that they target is they target people who are sick, mm-hmm. people who have you know some sort of insecurities, people who have drinking problems. They put them in this house in the middle of a beautiful location and they pump them with liquor the whole time and then bad shit happens and that's how they make their profit. Didn't some shit happen with Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. Where they kept pumping those two people with alcohol and then some yeah, shit went down? Yeah, then some shit went down. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a black dude and a white girl. And I'm not trying to like, I mean, of course there's more to it and I don't want to sound like I'm just like summarizing it. I understand mm-hmm. it's a very complex situation. But I'm not going to step back and say that the producers didn't push for shit like that to happen. Like mm-hmm. I, I 100% believe that they did. That doesn't absolve the guy of anything that he did, but like that's the kind of shit that these shows feed off of. So I think you're 100 percent right that that shit is nasty and it's trash. Yeah, but it's cheap. He's in it. It's cheap. Money. I mean, that's money rules the world, man. Mm-hmm. Money rules the world. Nick brought something to our attention. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about it. Okay. I think it's. I think it's interesting. You know, we have uh, we have the Proud Boys, right? The new far right. It's funny how every election cycle they're called something different. Uh, like during the Obama years, it was the the Tea Party again. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's the Proud Boys. I'm sure there's been some other ones too, but it's just it's so many do you, names. Do you do you equate those two to the same thing, Proud Boys and the Tea Party? Um, I. I don't. I do. I think that this, the the. I think one is more extreme. I think they get more extreme, but I think they all are jumping from the same launching pad. I don't disagree with that. Um, I think that they have a lot of the similar sentiments. I just think and I, Proud Boys is something very specific. It is very specific, but I think it's just a, a, a an olive branch. That's a way more extreme olive branch, but it is. It's um you know not to keep harping on the Trump thing, but like. Everybody is saying, oh, Trump is new. No, Trump has been saying the same shit that y'all been saying behind closed doors for a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to say, like, the Mitch McConnells of the world are out here saying the same shit as... Gavin McInnes. You know, yeah, but they have opened the door <laughs> for those those thoughts and those people to come into the house. I agree with um, you, but I also disagree with you. Okay. And I disagree with you because... All right, movement isn't like a new thing. Like they've been around for right. since like I think for a while in the nineties. Right? It was when like oh, some of their more famous scholars started coming. I up mean, and stuff like I'll that. go, dude. KKK is an alt right. Fucking, it's just we haven't it's we didn't thing. call it that. It's a thing. Yeah, but I, like <laughs> yeah. I don't like I I personally have take issue with like conflating a lot of these things because I think it becomes harder to categorize them and mm-hmm. it becomes harder to like identify them and target them. I see it. So I that's, that point. That's the only thing that I'm saying is like the Tea Party movement was such a specific feverish thing that yeah. I think took over like voting and it was like this like sucking of dick of the constitution in a way that isn't realistic versus I think that the Proud Boys is something like it's it's a hate. It's not even based in like yeah, it's not even based in any sort of legal argument. It's just based in pure Hate shit talking niggas who want to try 
and uh, uh, rile people up. But even even the Tea Party, when it was a thing, and during the Obama years, was spawned off of, I don't want this black man in office. 100%. Um, no disagreement. Which is a symptom of hate. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think we do need to realize the difference between all of these far-right groups and uh, these hateful groups. I don't even... I don't even want to necessarily categorize them all as far right. I just think they're just hateful groups. We do need to categorize them. And then we also do need to realize, I've talked about this before, that there are a difference between moral politics and economic politics. And, you know, some economic politics do affect the moral part of our world. But there are some people on the right who just are on the right because economically they align with the conservative party and that's okay and to their ignorance they probably don't even know what a proud boy is and that's on right. them i'm that's not trying on to them. absolve them of anything that's yeah. on them but anyway nick brought this up to our attention i found an article on it essentially you know there was an article that came out a couple days ago about a, a white dude who was married to a black woman had obviously biracial kids and he was a proud boy and he found an article that there are minority members of the proud uh, proud boys, black men, Latino men, Asian men, uh, who marched alongside. So there's this article from the Daily Beast. Uh, I don't read much articles, so I don't know how credible you they should are. have somebody. You should have your girl dictate it to you, I bro. Should. It's another. It's another kind of living. Is this the article you read too from the Daily Beast? No, I can't remember where I first learned about it. Okay, I, I, I saw a couple different. Right now, I'm reading their actual like website. Like, yeah, these crazy shits that they're. These niggas have like, their own website. Proud boys, yeah. No, they, no, no, they have, no, no, no. Oh. These is it the Proud Boys, the minority Proud Boys have their own website? Oh no, just the general. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was like the minority Proud Boys. Like, they don't have enough niggas. Don't even play <laughs> me like that. All you need is one to make a website, man. That's true. Everybody pitch uh, in. You one, need one you person need five, who who's on GoDaddy. It's it's five dollars on Squarespace. <laughs> yeah. Everybody pitch in one dollar. The website is the least of anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, everybody pitch one dollar. That's it. So apparently there was a white supremacist march in Portland on August fourth. There were some minority members of it, black man, a Latino man. Asian man, they proudly call themselves Proud Boys. Uh, there's one dude, I don't know if I want to say his name or not, but he's, well, fuck it, uh, Enrique Terrio. Uh, he identifies as Afro-Cuban. He's the president of the Miami chapter of the Proud Boys who call themselves Western Chauvinist. We just touched on this a little bit before, and one question that you asked, Edgar, which I think is super valid, and I would love to hear what you say on this, is what drives a person of color? to get to this point, right? Here's, here is what he says, mm-hmm. all right? He says that they claim institutional racism no longer exists in America. In their view, blacks are to blame for lingering inequality because they are dependent on welfare, lack strong leadership, and believe Democrats who tell them you're always going to be broke, you're not going to make it in society because of institutional ra- racism. That is that is why he said he's a part of it, right? I have a response to that. Yeah. If you may. Please. Respond. In college, there was this nigga named... Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll bleep his name. Maybe we don't. But if we bleep his name, you guys are one step closer to finding out what song our bleeps are. Uh, <laughs> but his name was... And uh, he was a bully. He would, like, slap your food out your hand. He would talk shit to you. He would make fun of people. And he was awful to everybody. I I hated this nigga. I remember one time I was sick as hell. Like, 
uh, anytime the seasons change, my sinuses get all fucked up, my eyes yeah. get all red and shit like that. So I was walking down the hallway in the dorm, sick as hell, so sore and stuff from sneezing and coughing all night. And he saw that my eyes were red. He's like, hey, Edgar, are you high? Are you high, dude? He just kept like fake punching me and pushing me, being like, this dude's so fucking high. And I was like, I'm not high. I'm sick. Like, and I was just so mad. I remember this other time I'm walking down the I'm walking down the hallway and he sees me and he holds open the door for me. And I was like, oh, thank you. Running to catch the door. And the moment I get to the door, he lets it slam in my face and just walks away laughing. I'm just like, I hate this nigga. You're an asshole. He's an asshole. Fucking asshole, bro. Then by random selection, because I got in trouble a lot, so I was banned to the first floor. If you live on the first floor at my school, it meant that the dean had to like the dean also lived on the first floor like he had like an apartment complex that was also on the first floor so it yeah. meant that you had to be close to supervision yeah he had to have yeah. his eyes on you yeah so i i got banned to the first floor very early on in college so my roommates changed every year because some people would be on good behavior and get to you know go whatever well, floor they you want. never changed never run dude <laughs> uh so he became my roommate at one point really and this nigga is the sweetest dude in the world Man, he would like, I remember one time I came back super stoned, and he's like, you're hella high, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to make you the bombest food you ever had. And he made me this food, and I ate it. I was like, this is so good. And he would smoke me out. He would be like, dude, I'm just invent. I just tried to experiment with these weed cookies. Can you try it out and tell me what you think? I was like, how much oil? He's like, nothing, dude. As long as you tell me what you think, they're free. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, dope, dope, dope. Uh, and I would try them and all this shit. And then I hung out with him one time. It was me, him. Two of his boys and then this girl. And he's driving his stick around. He's hella high. And then he pulls over and he's just like, to the girl, he said, hey, you drive the car. And then she tries to drive the car. And she's very high, mind you. And then she's having problems driving it. And he just goes, man, fucking woman. They can't drive stick. Look at how dumb she is. And starts making fun of her and shit like that. And then that's when I realized that although was cool to me. Once he got to know you. Once he got to know. Once I got to know him and I was in his circle. Right. This nigga was still the same dick. It's the same person. He was still the same dick. Yeah. 100% still the same asshole. Yeah. But my opinion on him had changed only because how he treated me. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about some of these people yeah. that are in these groups. I know a Filipino dude who's also in these circles. These dudes are his friends that he went to college with. Mm-hmm. They're his drinking buddies. Mm-hmm. They're the people who gave him jobs and stuff like that. So to him, he sees, I am Filipino. I'm a person of color, but they've given me jobs. They treat me well. They're still assholes to everybody else around yeah. him, but all he can see how is how he him. is being treated. Yeah. And I that mean, is that that mission is exactly what the shit is. It's just like, oh, he's treating me good. So everybody else should be good. Because yeah. he's treating me good. I don't know what y'all did to make him mad. It's the equivalent of I have a black friend. One hundred percent. But the other side. The other side. Yeah. You <laughs> know, it is it, that equivalent. And it is you know, it, yeah, if they get, I'm thinking of the, the white dude who's married to the black woman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he loves her. I'm sure he does. 100%. He sees her uh, as somebody who he cares for, he got to know her, blah, 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 blah. He has a specific idea about her. Absolutely. And to him, her is not them. No. She is, though. <laughs> and she that is. and that and that's the problem that she they is. that they don't see that. So that you know the whole I have a black friend that is I have a black friend who is that black friend. And they but don't the rest of them though are different. Are different. Are different. Yeah. 
and that's the problem. It's a scary thing, but my dude, everybody does it, my dude. Yeah, everyone. And, I, yeah. and again, I'm not trying to justify. I mean, you it. did. I mean, to... listen, you. I mean, even in your example, you did it to. To. I mean, he was cool to you. To me. So, but and I was like all Gucci. So yeah, I forgot for about him, everything he did yeah. for three years. For him, for you, this was oh, this is him, not. No, that's still who he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And like, I have a boy who I used to work at BuzzFeed. A boy? With. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Hold up. I'm pretty sure he's a proud boy. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. not even joking. He's an alt right dude, but this was my nigga when we were at BuzzFeed together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I think and I like, know who you're talking about. And like, we would like chill. It's not him, but he used oh, to okay. hang with that dude. Oh, you're okay. talking about Baked Alaska, right? Yeah. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Uh, but he used to hang with that dude. He used to hang out and watch. All the Republican debates and these niggas would walk around with their Donald Trump books and all this stuff. And I'd be like, man, fuck these dudes. But that dude was still my boy. And I think that that's the problem of looking at these situations on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's some of the problems sometimes when you say, like, these people are still your neighbors. Reach across the aisle and stuff like that is you can do that for them and they can do that for you. But the consequence of them doing it to you are far more reaching than you doing it to them. Yeah. Because me doing it to him, I'm like, look, I see your views. I accept you. You're still my boy. I think what you do is fucked up. You're still my boy. Fine. But to him, he goes, Edgar is different than all the other black people that I'm constantly disenfranchising. Yeah. And I'm going to put him on a pedestal and chill with him, but still fuck over other black people because you're not like them. Yeah. And he vocalized shit like that to me. Yeah. He'd be you're like, not like yeah, them. but you're not like that. Like I'm talking about these. I'm like, yeah. I am that. But You're the whitest his, black person I know. And he's able to separate me shit from like who that. I am. And that's what that nigga's doing with his wife. Yeah, he's separating her. And that's what that dude is do that Afro Cuban dude is doing with himself. Yeah. Is he separating himself being like, I don't experience this. I don't see any of that shit. And it's dangerous. It's very dangerous because it minimalizes everything that you are. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it's self hatred, man. I talk about this a lot, dude. This he hates himself. He may say he loves himself. He may have this, you know big idea on who he is and everything like that and shit he may even be doing some really great shit to him but he looks in the mirror and he hates himself because he's saying damn i can do this thing but i wish i didn't have one thing about me Mm -hmm. that connects me to something that i am ashamed of Mm. which is the color of my skin i'm doing everything that this white person is doing. Mm-hmm. And these white people have given me the chance of doing everything, but the only thing that makes me different than them is the color of my fucking skin. And when it comes time, it will. It, it always comes time oh, for got, these people. Yeah. It always, it'll happen, bro. You yeah. can't swallow it. Like, look, I was, I'm t- I was that nigga in Texas, bro. I would hang out with my white friends, and I'd be like, it's all good. We're all chilling. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time, when some shit went down, I'll never forget, some shit went down, and then everyone was just like, Oh yeah, Edgar, Edgar, he does like weed and all and like I was just like, Y'all gonna let these people talk about me this way? Like Yeah. Well what happened was one of the times it stuck out to me the most because I used to be like, Oh yeah, I'm not like other black people and I would chill. We went to a gas station, right? And I took a nerd rope and I was like swinging it around pretending it was my penis because I had a heightened sense of humor. I had an intelligent sense of humor even at 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm swing- swinging around this nerd rope like it's my dick and be like, look how long my dick is. 
And then I put it back because I was done with the joke. And then I walk out. <laughs> and then let somebody else buy that nerve yeah. and eat it. <laughs> it's in the wrapper. It's in the wrapper. No, no harm, no foul. It's in the wrapper. I'm walking out the store. And then the gas station lady, oh, white lady, we're in the middle of Texas. She stops my teacher and goes, your boy just stole from here. And then he's like, excuse me? And then she went, your boy just stole from here. And then my teacher turned at me. He went, Edgar, did you steal? And that shit made me so mad, bro. Because who I was at that school, who I was as I was always a good kid, had mm-hmm. the best grades, always on time, walked from home to go to school, all this shit. And I looked at all my friends and I was just like, y'all watch me. Did I steal anything? And they all just stayed mum. They all just stayed quiet. In the face of that shit, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think that's going to happen to that dude. It's going to happen to all of them. It happens to all of them, They're going to go and they're going to beat somebody up. And the cops are going to treat one person very differently than they treat the other people. And he's going to be like, yeah, 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 yo. And they're going to be like. And that's yeah. what he hates about himself. That's what he hates about himself. Because he doesn't have the access that they have. He doesn't have the have. access. She he would can have, have never questioned every, he, he can have everything else. But at the end of the day, he's still a person of color. Mm-hmm. And he hates that about himself. Uh, yeah, man. He just he just hates himself. And, and that, you know, it's sad, man. Because instead of saying, I'm a person of color. I need to make sure that they don't see any of us like this. Mm. He is saying, well, they don't see me like this. And that's all he wants to keep up. Yeah. That, that is how you get to that point. I Actually, I don't know if we answered how you get to that point. That's an answer that I, think I, we I did. don't. I think we did, is that you feel comfortable. You feel comfortable, yeah. Feeling gifted, feeling special. Yeah. I'm sure it's more than that, though. I don't know what it is. It probably isn't. I don't know because I don't hate myself. <laughs> so I don't hate myself in that way. I'm telling you, Jaquise, it's comfortability, bro, because yeah. we all, no, I believe we're, you. we're all comfortable in some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, look, there's this nigga who tweets at me a lot, and I find this nigga very annoying. Uh, I won't say his name, but he's very annoying, and I've just decided to stop responding to his tweets. But he was talking about... When I talked about how that old man called out that. You're about to let him know exactly who he, he is. He should know who he is. I think he knows exactly who he is. He be sending me long messages explaining shit. I'm like, nigga, I know. But, uh, 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 <laughs> uh <laughs> do you agree? Um, <laughs> um, but he like, <laughs> he like, uh, uh, one time, or like recently with that whole, like that guy calling out that woman. And being like, mm, you got to follow that ass around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was trying to talk to me about that. And, like, I agree with you. Like, I 100% agree with you. The reason why I didn't say anything is because I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm not that uncomfortable in that situation. Gotcha. I'm comfortable. Is this who I think it is? Yeah. Is it the who, who be trying to get us to not say shit? Yeah. The, the nigga who always wants us to write a long apology after every episode. I'm, I know who you're talking about. But, like, I, I think that, like, it's the same thing with these people is that they're comfortable. But, again, yeah. they're going to be comfortable to a point. Yeah. I'm comfortable, though. Yeah? You're comfortable? I need to get uncomfortable. Mm. I think we need a break. New relationship shit, dude. I'm telling you. It's a new relationship. I know. You got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. All right. Well, let's take a break so I can get in this new relationship with the last part of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Back, niggas. 
Not it. much episode left. Not much episode left. Not but, much episode left. But uh, but I, I want to say something. I want to say something. Please say something, and I want to say something. I want to say something. Um, I do think. You know, we we like we've been we've been going to three episodes a week now, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have more episodes where you know things are not as topical. Sometimes we'll have episodes where things are topical. Some we're we're about to have a uh, a dope ass conversation, I hope, with two parents. Um, and sometimes, you know, I you know you I think you've mentioned this how you don't always feel well, maybe not feel comfortable. Is the right word, but like you know, you don't know how comfortable you feel with being somebody who people come to and be like, "Well, what's your opinion on?" I, I don't like being a talking head at all, right? And I don't think we're talking heads at all. I mean, we we yeah. I think people treat us like that, but this the conversation. This podcast is still very much, even when we have a guest, it's still very much like these are conversations we would have if we were just shooting the shit. Smoking weed on a couch, right? Listen, I, I mean, yeah, I, Jaquise, I have no problem being opinionated. You uh, know that. Oh, I know that. I, I know got that. no problem being opinionated. I don't like being opinionated in certain kind of spaces. I no, don't say that. I, I feel you. I feel that. Uh, but one thing that I do think is pretty dope, uh, people do or have listened to us and respect our opinions on stuff and everything of the sort. And I was talking to somebody the other day, somebody who I do respect and everything like that. I respect his opinion from, you know, years of knowing him and things like that. We were talking and he was giving me his advice on some shit. And it got me thinking, like, what is it about just listening to us that people think that we, (laughs) you know, are worthy of giving advice? Because people ask us for advice all the time on shit. Yeah. Uh, people ask us questions, and like I try to give the answers, but sometimes I feel inauthentic. Cause I'm like, what makes me special to give you an answer? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell you what I think, but don't take that as I'm not. As don't take that as gospel. I'm mm-hmm. nobody. I'm not. I'm nobody. So, right? You damn for sure straight about that. Yeah, <laughs> you right, nigga. You ain't nobody. Uh, but you know, look, I do think that it is. Um, I do think it's pretty cool that we we you know we we do. Are, are, are given a platform. So, and I was talking to another person, a younger person of color, and he was just saying, he came to a show of mine, he was just saying, like, yo, man, like, you and you guys inspire us, right? You guys inspire us mm-hmm. solely because, like, you have a platform and you can talk on it. Of course. So I do want to be careful sometimes by saying, even when we say things like I don't feel comfortable with it and all that good shit, that we do have a platform. And I think it... It's pretty cool that we do, and I want to make sure that we respect that. Uh, and by respect it, I mean I want to make sure that even though sometimes I feel inauthentic with it, that I know people are listening. So I respect you guys listening, and I may give you an answer that probably ain't shit, but you know, you asked, <laughs> like you asked, right? I'll be I mean I'll be real honest. You know, I I, I uh, I'm not one that enjoys attention. I'm not one that enjoys uh, acclaim. It makes me feel weird and awkward. But the only thing that I really do enjoy about having a platform, and I'm being 100% frank, 100% honest, is the mental health stuff. Is like just the fact that I can be this depressed, this sad, 
and then other people can talk to me and be like, oh, shit, this is what I'm going through, too, and all that stuff. I fuck with that heavy because I didn't have that growing up at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no one that looked like me that was willing to be like, I'm depressed as shit. And now it's becoming the thing, and I'm not saying that I'm responsible for it at all. I'm just happy that I can be a part of it. Sorry, I would have responded, but I got a mouthful. No, you of got a mouthful of fucking. That's what Jaquise <laughs> thinks about uh, mental, my mental health. I didn't Jaquise think was I sitting thought, there eating cookies and shit. I while thought you was going to go I'm out here dude. opening up. I'm out here talking about myself. I thought and, you was going to have more nigga, to say, man. I thought I could have time here, to eat. Yeah, my fault. Let me get let me get darker so you can finish chewing. <laughs> go ahead. You know, you, I mean, I'm really struggling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shit's getting real dark. I'd be looking at the days on the calendar and be like, well, All right, shit, I'm good. All right, good. good. Good shit, uh, man. I, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to this on Friday, we have already said it. We'll say it again. Culture Kings Live. You guys don't understand how dope it is going to be. I cannot stress this enough. It is nothing like us just sitting there talking. We got some wild shit planned. It's going to be fun. I have a very special surprise for Jaquise Neal. Um, it's going to be a, it. It's gonna be a great fucking time i'm looking forward to it guys we also got two new merch designs we got some more coming up i'm gonna just start we're gonna just get a whole bunch out mm-hmm. i'm gonna i i just decided this today i haven't told you this yet so you're gonna find out I'm with the rest of the world i am going to start designing um the culture kings tv series merchandise which is basically just our logo and a whole bunch of TV fucking series logos. Oh, okay. Which I think is pretty dope. I like We'll that. do black TV shows. Of course. So we'll do like Fresh Prince. We'll do Martin. Hey, listen. Uh, we'll do Unlimited Single, and that's it. Jaquise. Those are the only three. I'm going to tell you why I'm very excited for that idea. Why? Because I just bought a brand new suit, and I can't wait to go to court for all the lawsuits we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can do that. I just you can got do a, that. I just got a brand new suit, and I hey, can't man. wait to show. I was waiting for some wedding invitations, but you know what court will do? Nah, you can do that. You can use the logos from sure. TV shows. Why not, Jaquise? Just change a little something, something on it. You I know hope what I'm you saying? don't get too attached to that beard you just grew because you're going to have to shave it because we're going to court. Uh, uh, you, can't have beer, you can't have beers in court? You got to be clean shaven, my man, if you want to go free. God damn. Why do you think OJ's face was so clean? That's the only reason why he got away. Everyone thinks was it was shaved, a glove. No, because he was shaving, he was shaving, his, he was shaving his skin with the knife he, he killed was, Nicole with. Well, all right. <laughs> November why. 29th. Speaking of murder, <laughs> November 29th will be in Chicago for a Chicago podcast fest. <laughs> we all know that nigga did it. <laughs> Speaking of niggas that did it, we'll be in Chicago uh, for uh, Chicago podcast fest November 29th. Get those tickets. We are sharing the hour. Or maybe not sharing the hour. We're just like right after. Yo, is this racist? Uh, if you guys come, I guarantee you, you guys can be a part of the rap battle that we will have in the hallway. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Speaking of rap battle, we certainly hear shit from stuff they don't want you to know. Well, you know, maybe I think, they I th- don't want us to know that. I think they bowed out. They bowed out. I think I think they bowed out. I yeah. mean, they want that. Listen, we was only going to get better. Y'all didn't want that third track. It's more likely that we'll find out who really killed all those kids in Atlanta Monster than we'll hear a rap response from stuff they don't want you Damn. to know. Damn. But... This how stuff works. L.A. mixtape, y'all. It's coming. It's coming. It's it will coming. come. It will happen. We're already working on some tracks. Me and DJ Dan are working on a very sad, sad track. I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be dope. You don't have to wait much longer to hear us, though. One day we'll be back. So right now, at everything. At awful Graham on Instagram at Edgar Mobazier on Twitter. At Culture Kings Pod. 
Shout out to everybody. Just shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. Hey, listen. Happy October 26th. Everybody needs it, right? We like you. We love you. 